Yo, what's up, everyone? It's your man, I Do a Barber, back with another Beyond the Chair podcast. Now, look, this is, is a treat. This is a special one for all my audio listeners, for all the people that's on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, all the po- podcasts and platforms. This podcast is for you. This is a secret one. I'm not going to post this on YouTube. And I'm actually thinking about doing this, I don't know, maybe once, twice a week. It just depends on uh, how much time I have. Just posting these secret, if you will, podcast you know for you guys just dropping some gems just things that are on my mind um that slightly pertain to barbering but also pertains to life and things like this but i want to give talk to you guys about why i hate broke people now if you get offended i I honestly just don't care I, i really don't care what people think but if you get offended just by the title or just by me saying i hate broke people poor people allow me to explain I hate the poor or broke mindset, not the actual part of being broke or poor. I mean, I've been broke before, right? I don't hate broke people for the position that they're in. I just hate the mindset of broke people because broke people, they are very dependent on other outside factors other than themselves. A lot of broke or poor people, they blame other people rather than taking responsibility and changing their behavior to making a better life for themselves or getting themselves out of this position. This is what poor and broke people do. Now, when I was broke, I wasn't dependent on the government to try and save me. I wasn't looking for some get rich quick thing. I told myself when I was broke, I was like, when I like, here's a couple things. And some of you guys might be able to relate to this. So when I was broke, I remember going to the gas station, putting like a dollar in the tank how many times have you come up to a gas station pump and you drive and you pull up and you see like two dollars or a dollar and you just think to yourself or even three dollars i've seen this a few times and i'm saying to myself who the hell puts two three one dollars in the gas tank but then i have to humble myself and say hey i was in that position before i was that dude putting a dollar like really like just around the house trying to scratch up as much change as i can get just to put some gas in my car so I can get to work where I can make some money. I've been there before. So when I say I hate broke people and poor people, don't get it twisted. If you're broke and poor, it's, it's all good. It's just a temporary season. It's just a small chapter in your life. You're going to get through it. But when I was going through this moment, I was saying to myself, if I get out of this, never again. Never again will I be broke. Never again will I put myself in this position. Now, of course, you know, it's ultimately my fault. I'm not going to sit here and blame anyone else. It was my fault that I was broke and I got out of it. I'm I'm for damn sure not broke now. And it would be a catastrophe for me to go broke now, especially with all of the things that I know, all the knowledge that I have and me having assets. And this is what I try and tell people, get your hands on some assets. The assets will help you. You can use your assets as leverage to make yourself more money. This is why it's so easy for rich or wealthy people to make more money. When you have a pile of something, when you have your hands on a bunch of assets in different areas, it's easy to make more money. And by the way, guys, I want to say this. If you guys want some financial coaching or if you want to put a, put together a wealth plan on how you guys can get rich or whatever it is you want to do, DM me on Instagram. I do a barber and you can set up a session and we could talk about this stuff and put a plan together for you. Now, this year alone, I've added 
over $50,000. And this is a rough, it may be a little bit more, but just this year alone, 2020, I've added over $50,000 to my net worth. And this is because I have assets. Assets allow me to do this. And of course, cash, but assets allow me to leverage my wealth building plan. And next year, I plan to add on another, at least like 40,000, maybe even another 50,000 to my net worth next year. And as the years go on, those numbers are going to increase because I have assets. I have assets to leverage. I have assets that are going to generate me more money that will therefore add to my net worth and afford me the ability to purchase more assets that can then later down the road, you know, three years down the road, generate more money. This is what I talked about in the podcast a couple of weeks ago, where I was talking about my plan to get rich or become a millionaire and retire from barbering in 10 years is pay off my house, use the money from the renter to pay for my next house, which the plan is for that house to be another rental. So I'll pay this house off in five years that the next house that I purchase, I'll pay that house off in three years because I'll have rental income to pay for the mortgage. And then I will just throw tons of money on top of that. And then once those two properties are paid off, I'm going to use all of those renter rental incomes to pay for my next house and my next house, which those houses will get paid off quicker because I'll have a bigger pile of money. Do you see what happened? You, if, if you guys paid attention to what I just said there, when you have assets and you're smart about the way you grow your money, this will help you. This makes the game unfair. And I'm not going to sit here and be apologetic that, oh, you know, I feel sorry. Like maybe I, I should stop making money or I should stop trying to grow my wealth and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to do this. I'm sorry. This is just one of those things where you guys have to catch up. You have to catch up. That was interesting. My neighbor's talking about she got scammed and she needs my help or something. Boy, oh boy. Okay, but back to the, the topic at hand. I'm not going to be apologetic about growing my wealth and getting rich and blah, blah, blah. Here's my thing. You have to help yourself. You have to be willing to put in this work. Now, Here's the thing. I don't know where you are now in your life. Maybe you're at a point where you're like, ah, you know, I'm not, I don't really care to be rich or blah, blah, blah. But here's one thing I'm going to tell you, and this is based off of my life experience. So if you're young out there and you don't have much life experience, listen to the OG about what I'm about to tell you right now. Your opinion changes just like the wind blows. You could have an opinion about something or subject matter or topic, political, whether it's racial, whether it's whatever. Check yourself in three years. Your opinion might change. Check yourself in five years. Your opinion might change. I truly believe this. If you're the same person you were five, ten years ago, you're doing something wrong. That means you've stayed a fool for ten years because there should be some self-development. There should be some growth with yourself personally. There should be growth with you financially. And if you're the same person you were five years ago, ten years ago, twenty years ago, something is totally wrong. I'm not the same person I was Five years ago, I'm not the same person I was when I first started Barber. I wasn't. I'm not the same person I was ten years ago when I was when I had my taxi company. Things are a lot different now, and I'm telling you, I'm just here to tell you right now, growth is very important. Now, with all of the wealth building and blah blah blah, like some people they be like, why is this so important? I don't really care about this. It's really important when you think about retirement. And this is why I try and tell everyone you should start really thinking about retirement. 
in any endeavor that I do, I always start with the end in mind. So before I even embark on a journey of something, I'm thinking about the end game, the end goal. This is what I'm thinking about. And this is what poor people don't can't do because in their moment, they're focusing on surviving. While whereas me, I'm focusing on thriving. And I'm not worried about like this or that. If something bad happens, I have things in place to take care of that. This is why I tell people it's very important to have your life in order. When you have your life in order, it's like your life is on autopilot and you can really focus yourself on the more important things in life or the more important things that are going to propel you forward and being a better person or being wealthy or getting rich. This is important. Now, when you're broke or poor, you're worried about like, man, how am I going to get through this? It's like your life stops. You feel like nothing else matters. This this one little event is the only thing that's important and blah, 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 which it really isn't. Let's just be honest. A lot of these things are just temporary, just like being broke. If you're like, you know, realistically in reality, like you're broke. This is only temporary. It's not going to last forever. But the mindset of poor and broke people is what kills me because what I see in a lot of broke or poor people is they don't have a sense of ownership. How many times you go into a poor area and it's really run down, right? Or let's say they develop something that's really nice, right? Maybe for, for lower income people. But then you come back to five years later, everything's run down because these people don't have a sense of ownership. They don't care about keeping things nice. Broken, poor people, all they do is destroy stuff. And I'm not saying all of them, okay? So let's not be confused. But by and large, if you go to a poor area, it's not going to look as nice. It just is what it is. Cold hard facts. But when you change your mindset to having a sense of ownership and a sense of pride, you care about your neighborhood. You care about where you live. You care about the things that you own if you have assets. This is why I remember like when I was younger, why people would be so anal about like their home or some or just property and blah, blah, blah. But I get it more as an adult. When I was a child, you know, I didn't really think of that. I didn't have a sense of ownership. I was just like, ah, let me just do this, do that, whatever. And, uh, I didn't realize that, hey, someone has to pay for this, right? Like some hardworking person has to pay for this. If I do something that either destroys or damages something, like, yeah, they might have insurance for this, but someone's going to feel the brunt, whether they're going to feel the brunt because maybe they have to pay a deductible for their uh, insurance. And then who knows, maybe their insurance rate will go up because of it. And then also the insurance company loses out on this stuff. So it's one of those things where you got to really change your mindset. Sense of ownership is very important because it, you're going to look at things a lot differently. You're not just going to be haphazardly walking through life like, oh, let me just do this. There's consequences and repercussions. Everything that you do has a very adverse reaction and you really need to be careful of this and this is what a lot of broke and poor people don't think about they don't care about stuff like this they're just thinking about themselves just me personally i think about the people around me when i'm making decisions i'm thinking about my family when i'm making decisions when i'm making money decisions when i make some uh some decision that can affect my family i'm not just thinking about myself i'm thinking about every real one around me and i'm thinking about people that aren't even alive Right. Like I'm focused on my grandkids. This is the difference when you're broken, when you're broke and poor and you you have that mindset, you're just like, ah, oh, man, like 
I can't think that far forward. You're only focused on yourself. And this is dangerous because I have friends where I even talk to them about retirement and some of them have kids. Some of them are just, you know, married and, and no kids. And I've noticed like the people that don't have kids, they focus more on themselves. They're worried about themselves because they don't have anyone else to worry about. They're just like, I, I don't really see, I can't see that far ahead. You know, it's like, I don't have kids. It's just like, it's hard. But here's the thing. You have to have a strong enough why. And you have to have a purpose behind the why. So when you figure out your purpose, you can figure out why you're doing it. And this is what makes things very difficult for some people to understand because it's like, man, I don't really have a purpose. It's just go to work and come home and wash, rinse, repeat. This is a very dangerous cycle for poor people because poor people, they don't, they're not afforded the opportunity to have something where hmm, maybe I can jump into this opportunity to make me some more money. Maybe they do, but it's on a smaller scale. And don't be, don't be discouraged by that either because you can't go from zero to a hundred real quick. A lot of things take time. Just like me becoming a millionaire. This takes time. I'm not worried about trying to become a millionaire in a couple years. I put a plan together where I can become a millionaire in eight to 10 years. This is our plan. And we're going to work the plan. And throughout the plan, if we see little tweaks we can make, if we see little adjustments that we, that we can make, we'll do that. But I'm telling you right now, this is the type of stuff that you start, you, you really need to start thinking about because that one track mindset will get you nowhere. It will get you nowhere really fast. It will have you waking up five years, 10 years from now, like, man, I just, I just wasted all this time. But here's one thing I want to tell you, though, is take action now. Take action now. Like, start today. Don't just be like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to wait, you know, I'm, I'm going to wait to hop in. How many years are going to go by in, until you revisit this conversation and you say to yourself, oh, damn, I said this like three years ago, two years ago, five years ago, and I made no progress whatsoever. I just sat here and did nothing. What would have happened in that time if you would have actually just took some action? Maybe you would have hopped in, but maybe not to the full extent that you planned on, but at least you got in, right? That's called momentum. That's called the compounding effect. The longer you do something, you're going to get better at it. The longer you live in this life, the longer you work in a job or a career, you should get paid more. This is just how life works. It should work. And with my plan, as I go into retirement, I plan to make more money in retirement than I did while I was working because of investments. And this is what I want to get you guys on the, the idea of thinking like this. Change your way of thinking, change your behavior, the way you think about money, the way you think about your life, the way you think about the future. These things are important. And I know a lot of people, when you talk about retirement, like, especially if you're 20 or 30, a lot of people are, they don't really think about this stuff because they're focused on the moment. This is very dangerous, very, very dangerous. And it's, what's also dangerous is the idea that you have a comfortable job. It's so dangerous to be comfortable especially when you, one, have not achieved your goals, or two, do not have a goal. Very, very dangerous to be comfortable. Because how many times have we, you know, we'll put this in the category of procrastination. Because at the end of the day, when you get comfortable, it's like procrastinating. It's like almost the same thing. 
you work your job, you come home, you do the stuff over and over, you eat, you shower, you shit, you, you know, shave, blah, blah. You do the same things over and over and over. You're in a very comfortable lifestyle. You've become almost robotic. This is just like procrastinating because you do the same thing, the same thing, the same thing, but you don't have a goal. Change your focus to having a goal. This is why it always trips me out. Uh, and I, I've talked about this a, a few times where the dad meets the guy that's trying to date his daughter and he's coming over and he's asking him the tough questions like, where do you see yourself in five years? Where do you see, see yourself in 10 years? Like, what kind of job do you do? What kind of money do you make? And what are your intentions with my daughter? Blah, blah, blah. I used to think like the stuff was funny. Like, ah, you know, it's so stupid. Like, why is he asking these questions? But this stuff is really important because why would you want your daughter, your prize possession, in the hands of a madman who doesn't have a goal, who doesn't have any ambition to do anything, who doesn't have a career? Why? Why? Why would you put your daughter in the hands of this lunatic? I totally get it now, especially being a father and, and me, me ultimately just being older. If someone, if someone's, uh, let's say I just start dating, right? Let's say I divorce my wife and you know, I'm dating again and you know, I find a chick and I meet her dad and he's asking me these tough questions. I can give him concrete answers. I'm like, hey, I do this. I have plans for this, 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 this. And he was like, oh, wow. Okay, this guy's goal-oriented. He has ambitions to do things. He's a go-getter. These things are good traits to have. When you're broke and poor and you have that mindset, you're not thinking like this. You're really not. You're, you're thinking of ways where you could just survive, where you can just scratch scratch along and get by and looking for the next deal here and looking for the next way you could save some money or not spend money here or or sleep on someone's couch or borrow money over here or, or hitch a ride with someone. This is not the type of life to live, okay? Now, look, if you're doing these things, let's say you want to be frugal, okay? Because so, I know what some of you guys might be thinking, like, I'm just, I'm just being frugal. I'm looking ways to cut some expenses. That's okay, right? That's okay. That's just a strategy, right? That's a strategy that you're using to get yourself to the next level. Now, here's the thing. There's a difference between doing that and let's say you are perfectly capable, right? You have a, a goal and everything, and your intention is this to save money, to put this money elsewhere so it can get you to a better position. That's cool. But if this is the bane of your existence where you're just like, this is your MO, people know you for this, and you don't have any intentions on being better, putting yourself in a better position, looking towards the future, then that's where you're messed up. You're messed up right there. That's where you're messed up. Get out of this mindset. The mindset should be growing and moving forward. This is why a lot of pro people, poor people who have that mindset get stuck where they are because they don't think that anything else is possible. Just like if some of you might be thinking that I can't become a millionaire, like that's too far-fetched. But did you, well, ask yourself this. Did you put a plan together, right? Have you really thought about it? Because I'm, I'm here to tell you, after I started looking at the numbers and looking at, is it possible? I confidently believe everyone in America, of course, I'm, I'm, I can't speak on any other countries and, you know, because the economy, the, the dollar, you know, the job market, the living situation, totally different in other countries. I can only speak to my, to my Americans. Anyone in America can become a millionaire. Anyone. Now, the time frame, that all depends, of course, right? That, that's the key factor. That's, that's the 
thing that will determine it all. You could become a millionaire five years, 10 years, 20, 30, whatever. But in your lifetime, you can become a millionaire in America. Very easy. And I don't mean you have to go out and become a doctor to do it, a lawyer. You have to have some job that pays six figures or a quarter million dollars a year to do it. No, you can have a regular job and become a millionaire. The thing is, you have to learn how to get assets and start leveraging assets to make you more money. This and, and also have investments in the financial markets. This is going to help you immensely. Okay. So when you're doing this stuff, you got to remember that. Because if you make $30,000 a year or something like this, look, it's going to be hard. It's going to take you a long time. And like I said earlier, the longer you work, the longer or the older you get, the more money that you should generate throughout your lifetime, right? That's how much money you should be uh, creating as you get older. You should make more money. $30,000 a year is not going to cut it. We got to get your income up. We got to get you in we got to get you into a skill. You have to have you have to either develop a skill, go to school for a skill, get a trade, go to college, whatever, or you hone in on something, right? And you put yourself out in the marketplace, of course. You know, now some jobs the market there's a cap on the amount of money that you can make in whatever endeavor that you do. Now, of course, when you step out of that, maybe you take the more business-minded approach, then the opportunities are limitless. But you got to get a skill. You have to start making some money. Now, if you make, let's say, sixty dollars to $90,000 a year, you can definitely become a millionaire. And I am damn confident that you could become a millionaire. Let's say if you make anywhere between sixty dollars to what would you throw $100,000 a year? Sixty to hundred thousand dollars a year. I am damn confident that you could become a millionaire in ten years or less. Now, could you do it quicker? Yeah, yeah, you could. You could hop out of your job and start doing real estate, right? You you can do this. You can start doing real estate. Now, I I know myself. Like I can do it quicker, but I don't want to because I love my job. And this is the beauty of. Being just in a position where you're not broke and poor, you have that mindset. When you have the mindset of you're, you're trying to thrive, you're trying to really succeed in life, you're really trying to go after your goals, this is what you need to get in a position. You want to get in a position like this because if you're saying to yourself, my only opportunity is to do this, I can't do it this other way, but this is my only opportunity it's a dangerous way of thinking because, hey, if you don't want to do go down that road, then you're screwed. But here's the thing. If you have the opportunity to take the more slower approach, right? Let's say you do it in eight to 10 years like me and you love your career, but you don't want to, like I said, you can accelerate it, but you don't want to do that because you like your career. You don't want to hop over into this arena because you like your job. This is life where you have choices. Like this is the good life where you have choices where you can just do whatever you want. If there's an opportunity that pops up at you, you're not like, ah, so thirsty where you're just like, oh snap, let me jump on this. This is what broken poor people do. They hop on grenades at first sight and they're really desperate and they put themselves in desperate positions, which is risky positions. And then it's like the high probability of them failing. And then what happens is you fail and then you get a sour, bitter taste in your mouth. And then now you're saying to yourself, why did I even do this? 
blah, blah, blah. Like, man, I, I, I'm not going to do this again. I'm just going to stick here where life is comfortable. It's very easy. Like I say, guys, it's very easy to be comfortable. It's so it's one of the more dangerous things in life. It's almost like a pension or retirement, right? Where let's say you work for the post office, a police officer, a firefighter, military, whatever. Like, But case in point is jobs like those where you have to work 20 or 30 years to get retirement. And they give you some sort of pension, right? So what ended up happening is, let's say you get $3,000 or $4,000 a month for the rest of your life in that pension after you've worked 20 to 30 years. And also you can, let's say they give you $400,000 or $500,000 in an investment account. Man, my like sinus is acting crazy. I think my wife has some like perfume up here is like really messing with my sinuses. But you do this and you got a comfortable life in 20 to 30 years. Now, do you want to do this? Now, look, I'm not against that. It, it's a very secure way, but it's also like I say, comfortable. It's a comfortable way of doing it. However, if you have a take a smart approach where you have the knowledge and you know how to invest and you, you know, know how to get into real estate and leverage real estate and make money off real estate, you can make those same figures like you would get in your pension and the money that you were having in a, your in a retirement account. You can do all of this stuff in less than 20 years. You can accumulate what you would receive from your pension. And the money that you have in an investment account or a retirement account in 10 years. This is the dangers of being comfortable. Being, I mean, look, a lot of people cannot see out of their realm of competence. They look at something that they've seen, whether it's their mom, father, cousin, uncle, or maybe just someone that they look up to, they see them do this, right? And they're like, oh, he worked here for 20 years or 30 years. He retired. His house is paid off. He's living a comfortable life. He's getting a paycheck every month. And he's got this money in retirement account. This seems cool. However, let's say you take an investment approach and you be aggressive with it. Let's say you, you, you're going to work this job and get the pension, but let's say I'm going to be aggressive with my money. I'm not just going to rely on these guys. I'm going to take some action. Let me buy three pieces of real estate in 10 years, pay them off, have them pay me passively because now I'm getting max returns on my money because each of these pieces of real estate are paid off. You can get, buy more. It just depends on how much, of course, how much real estate you want and where you live. Obviously, this plays a big part, but let's just say you have three properties that are $150,000 each, that's $450,000, you could easily pay this off in 10 years, all three of these properties. And let's say you have $500,000 in an investment account in 10 years, highly possible. The same, with you having these three properties and then the money and investments accounts outside of what your job would do, this, is the, this, this could equal the same amount of money that you would receive in a pension and your retirement account in 20 to in 20 to 30 years, but you just did it in 10. Do you see where I'm going with this? Take action with your life. Put yourself in good positions. Start learning. Start reading. Start, I mean, if you're a reader, right? Me personally, I'm not a reader. Like some people ask me, like, oh man, like what you know, what books do you recommend? I really don't. I'm not a reader, guys. Like, I'm I'm the type of person that likes to take action. I like to just hop in. I like to hop in and see what the hell's going on and learn along the way. I, I like 
learning as I go. Because in my opinion, when you do stuff like this, when you just hop feet, uh, hop in feet first and you just have to learn on the job, you tend to learn a lot better, I've noticed. Through my life experience, then this is just me, okay? I'm not saying don't read. Some people are like reading. But me personally, I, I find that I tend to learn a lot more. I, I tend to learn more in depth when I hop in feet first because if I run into a problem, I research the problem and I research it in depth versus reading a book where you're just you know, reading some theories, some philosophies and things like this. And then you try to remember what you and try to remember what you read and then apply it in the real world versus you going through bumping your head, trying stuff and you're really learning. And the, the knowledge is going to stick because you have firsthand experience with it. You have firsthand knowledge of this subject because you messed up or maybe it was a win for you. Right. You know, you take the good with the bad. But this is what I'm saying. If you take action, take things into your own hands, your life can be so much better. And you can put, your, put yourself in a position where you're not reliant on someone else, a pension, right? Or a retirement account, right? A 401k, a Roth IRA, where you have to wait till you're 59. If you're young, I'm telling you, if you're 20 and you're listening to this, you could be a millionaire in your 30s. If you're 30 and you're listening to this, you could be a millionaire in your 40s and retire with some dignity. Retire early. Be different from your family. Be different from your friends. And along the way, once you start doing this stuff, trust me, you're going to motivate people. People are going to want to hop on board. They're going to be like, what are you doing? At first, when I saw you doing this, I was just like, I didn't know what to think, but I see the progress. I see what you're doing. People are going to hop on board. You're going to motivate other people just like you were motivated by seeing your dad, your uncle, your cousin work this job for 20, 30 years, get his pension, get his da da da. He's got the paid for house and his life's pretty comfortable, but he's old. That's the difference. He's like 50, 60, right? I want to get you guys to start enjoying your life early. Get out of the broke, poor mindset. Get into the mindset of growth, taking action success. This is what I want to get you towards. Stop thinking like a broken, poor person who have the same conversations. How many times you hang around a broken, poor person? Let's say you start and I challenge you guys to do this. Next time you hang around support and broke uh, people, start talking about money, start talking about investing, start talking about stuff that is wealth building, retiring, right? Life insurance, stuff like this. Watch how silent they get. But if you start bringing up Oh, man, you, you see the football game or, oh, you see old dude get knocked out the other day or some celebrity drama. They know every damn thing about this. They, they, they know it all. They know all of that stuff. But they don't know the important stuff that goes on in their life. This is what broke and poor people focus on. Don't fall into this trap. Get out of that stuff. I'm telling you, if you if you watch, if you spend a lot of your time on social media watching stupid stuff or on the internet watching stupid stuff, get out of that stuff, guys. I'm telling you, it's gonna keep you behind because that whole thing it goes back to being comfortable. You're comfortable waking up scrolling, right? Before you go to bed, you're scrolling through Instagram. What I do when I wake up, I do not check Instagram when I first wake up. When I go to bed, I don't, I'm not checking Instagram right before I go to bed. When I'm going throughout my day, I'm not going through Instagram just scrolling. I'm not checking everyone's stories. I'm not scrolling through my timeline. Check this out. A lot of you get the notifications from Instagram like, oh, this person liked your photo. Oh, this person just followed you. Oh, blah, blah. I don't get these notifications. You want to know why? 
Some of you guys might be thinking, oh, you turned off the notifications. Nope, I didn't turn off the notifications. You want to know what happens when you don't log into Instagram all the damn time, when you don't log into these uh, like Facebooks all the damn time? They will automatically stop sending you this stuff. I noticed that this year. Earlier this year, I noticed that because I, I just stopped. I just, I was just, dude, I'm, I'm so sick of this stuff. So I didn't log in. And what ended up happening was I stopped getting all of the little, this person liked your video, this person followed you, blah, blah, blah. I stopped getting all this stuff. And I was like, ah, uh, the longer you get, the longer you're attached to the tit, the more dependent you will be. Get off of social media, refocus your mindset. Focus, guys. Stop hanging around these people. Stop having stupid conversations with people. Start having conversations about ways you can make money, move your life forward. I'm telling you, the more you do this stuff, the more it will become regular to you. People ask me like, oh, how do you get all this knowledge? Like, how do you know so much? It's not because I just read a bunch of books and it's like now I know and I'm just recurgitating. All of the, what I'm telling you is off of my life experience. Everything that I talk about in the, in the podcast is off of life experience. I've learned this stuff because I went through it and then I educated myself along the way. Do you understand this? This is what I'm trying to tell you. Like all the stuff that I learned is because I have firsthand knowledge. I learned as I was going. I saw a problem and I'm trying to look for the solution. And in me doing that, I get very in-depth knowledge of this problem by trying to find a solution. And then sometimes you go down the rabbit hole where you're just like, you know, something happens. You're like, oh, oh, okay, let me learn about this. Oh, okay, let me learn about this. And it just, it just, it's like this little spidery vein that just goes out and you just, you're just like going all different directions. It just takes you somewhere else and you just have so much knowledge and knowledge and knowledge. This is how you get there. Don't be in a position where you don't know stuff because I'm telling you, ignorance is expensive. Ignorance will cost you. Don't claim ignorance. Don't just sit here and be like, oh, I just don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't care if your parents weren't knowledgeable or you didn't have someone to look up to or you didn't have a mentor, which I tell you guys, this is important. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself a good group of five, three or five. A good group of three or five people that you hang around. Good group of three or five people that are on the same journey. Hold yourselves accountable. Be disciplined. This stuff's very important because broken poor people, they hang around broke and poor people. There's no reason for a broke or poor, poor person to hang around rich people. Why would they do that? And what rich or wealthy person would want to hang out with a broke or poor person, especially when they have a broke or poor mindset? Why would they want to hang around this person? Think about that. Why? If I have a net worth of excess of a million dollars to $5 million. Why the hell would I want to hang out with a broke or poor person? What do we have in common other than being humans? What do we have in common financially? Nothing. This is a one way relationship. This is a one way street. They're going to gain more from it than I'm going to gain from this relationship. Now, of course, look, you can always learn stuff from many different scenarios. Like, you know, you can learn something from this person, but by and large, they're going to learn something. They're going to learn much more from you than you're going to learn from them. Most of the time, there's no reason for a broke or poor person 
to be hanging around rich people unless they're trying to better themselves, which in that case, that's cool. But for rich people, it's like you see these rappers or famous people going back to the hood and they get shot or they get robbed or they get jumped, beat up. First thing you think, what the hell were you doing there in the first place? Like, why? Dude, you're on a different level. Why the hell are you making yourself so accessible to this nonsense? You got to learn how to let that stuff go. Let these people go out of your life because ask yourself this, broke or poor person, what good has this person done for you? What good has this relationship been to me moving forward in life, being a better person, reaching my goals, if you have any, right? But this is always very important, guys. Get some goals. Get some goals. Now, it might be lofty. Right? Let's say you want to ha- you, you have a net worth of $10 million. But on the surface, that's your main goal. That's the end goal. However, when you look at it on the surface, you're like, man, I can't fathom this. This, is, th- this goal just seems too lofty. Yeah, of course it does. But if you didn't put a plan together, it's going to stay there. It's just going to stay a dream. You're just going to sit there and be like, oh, you know, I wish, man. I wish I could do this, man. Like, oh, man, like I want to do, you know, man, but that's a lot of my, I don't know if I can do that. Put a plan together. You got to start making small goals and start checking the boxes. This is what I've been telling people. Check boxes. Check boxes daily. Check boxes monthly, right? Every few months, every quarter, every year, you're checking boxes. These little small goals will get you to your end goal because you got you can't just be like, oh, I'm, I want to have a, I want to run a company that's worth a billion dollars. It sounds lofty and it sounds ridiculous, right? But if you don't put a plan together, it's just going to stay there. You got to start putting plans together. This is why when you want to get a business loan, they want a business plan. You understand? They don't want to, the bank's not going to loan you a quarter million dollars just because you think selling ice cream in a barber shop is a good idea. They're not going to give you a half a million dollars because you think I need if I open up a water slide in the back of my barbershop and have a barbershop in the front and then I have a water park in the back. That's going to make a lot. No, they're not going to do that. They're not just going to give a lunatic money like that. They want to see a business plan. They want to see projections. They want to see the cost of the build. They want to see how much revenue you plan to generate. They want to know how many employees you're going to have, what type of building. They want to know all the numbers, like how much is the the rent going to be for this building. They want to know how much uh, electric. They want a detailed plan. Do you see what I'm saying? Then, if it looks good to them, if blah, 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 they will give you the money. Not in the water park in the back of a barbershop scenario, but in a legitimate business, they will give you the money because they're like, okay, I can see the plan. I see the vision, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But if I just go into a bank and like, hey, uh, can you guys give me a uh, couple hundred thousand. I just want to, I just want to start a business. They're going to ask me like, huh? They're going to be like, okay, you just want to start a business. Uh, that's not enough. That's not enough, right? You just saying you want to be a million. That's not enough. You were saying you want to have a net worth of $10 million. That's not enough. We need a plan. Start thinking guys, start thinking. Because the, the longer you sit back and wait and, and dream, dream, dream. Oh, my dreams came true. Most people that really fulfilled their dreams, they took action. They had a plan. They got their asses in gear. 
Not someone who's just like constantly dreaming, but not doing anything, not making any progress towards their dream. Not, they didn't put any plans together. This is going to kill you. This is what broke and poor people do. They don't plan. They do not look for the future. And I, like I said, guys, earlier, I don't care if you have kids or not. I don't care if you're married or not, if you're single. There's plenty of single people that have these goals. You're just not one of them. And let's just say you don't want to be rich because you're like, I don't care to be rich. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Okay, uh, do you care about retirement? Do you care about like what you're going to be doing at age 50, 60? You know, I'm, I'm just curious, guys. Like, are, are Have you thought about this stuff? This stuff is very important. I want you guys to start thinking about this stuff because you're going to get screwed. You're going to be screwed in life. You're going to be that person that's working damn hard until you're later in your later years of life. You're going to be that person that wakes up in your 40s and you're like, holy or your 50s. I mean, th th these, are, these are real world examples. Even 60s. There are people at those age groups that are like, oh my gosh, I can see retirement coming and I have nothing for retirement or I have very little for retirement. This is dangerous, guys. I'm warning you right now. Get focused. I don't care if you have kids. I don't care if you're married. I don't care if you, it don't matter. Everyone should start thinking about this stuff. Get out of that poor, broke person mindset. Get you a good group of three or five. Stop talking to people about stupid stuff all the time. Stop having that be the band of your existence. You come in, you chit-chat about stupid stuff all day. You don't fill your thing, your mind with anything positive. Stop watching stupid videos. Replace that with positive stuff. Replace that with educational stuff where you can learn about stocks. You can learn about real estate. You can learn about business and blah, blah, blah. Look, I'm a real estate investor. Technically, right? I'm a real estate investor. I'm in real estate. I know a lot about flipping houses. I know a lot about wholesaling. I know a lot about this stuff. I'm not involved in those aspects of real estate, but I know a lot about it. So a lot of people would, would say, like, why do you know all this stuff about this and you're not even in it? Someday I will be. I'm preparing myself. I'm not waiting for the moment for me to hop in it and then try and get all the knowledge. I want to gra grab some knowledge now where I'm, where I'm cognizant of what I'm getting myself into. I can do cash or cash return analysis and all this other stuff. And this is what I want to get you guys on. Stop thinking like broke and poor people. That mindset will kill you. Not in the physical. It, it might in the physical sense because who knows, like stress and, you know, bad eating habits, you know, all this stuff, you know. But that mindset will kill you and cripple you. Because I'm, I'm telling you guys, I don't want y'all waking up later in life looking at all, all of the mistakes that you made in your past or you saying that, oh, man, I should have did this. Because, look, I've made these mistakes. Do you understand? Like, all of what I'm saying, like I said earlier, all this stuff I'm telling you is off of life experience. I had the OG tell me at the age of 18 how to get rich, how to have live a good life later. I did. The thing was, I listened to him. I heard the information. The information was great. Everything made sense. The only problem was what? I didn't take action. I swear to you, if I would have listened to this dude and followed what he did to the T, I would be a multimillionaire right now. I would be a multimillionaire right now. I wouldn't have to wait eight to 10 years to retire. I would be a millionaire right now. Multimillionaire right now. I guarantee you that. I have no doubt in my mind that I would be a multimillionaire right now if I would have listened to that old dude when I was 18 years old. Please don't make the same mistake that I made when I was 18. Whether you're 25, whether you're 30, 35, 40, 
you can do it. I'm telling you. Just like in the podcast, I laid, I, I pretty much laid out my plan to get rich in the podcast a few weeks ago. But you can do it in eight to ten years. Trust me. You, but like I say, you got to have an income of anywhere between sixty to a hundred thousand dollars. If you have more, of course, that's great. But you have to have a strong income. You have to be working towards um, increasing your income as you get older. Because of course, you know, the bigger the shovel you have the easier things become. Just like what I, I gave you the example of the real estate, pay one house off, paid off in full. You're getting max cash flow returns. You take that money, put all of that money that you get from your renters every month into the next deal, pay off that house. It pays off much quicker than you paid off the first house because you, now you have a bigger shovel. You have a bigger funnel of money coming in. Then once you pay off the second house, you now have two houses that are paid off in full Two houses that will give you max returns and cash flow, and you could put that, that b- big barrel of money from two houses into one deal, and you're going to pay that house off much quicker. To where, if you want to keep repeating that cycle, you could big, build up a big enough shovel where you could pay off houses in a year or two because your shovel's so big. Like I say, you can do you can do this in ten years. This is why when people are in successful positions. They don't just get there quickly. It does take time. It takes time, guys. So be patient along the journey. Don't just think you're going to get rich quick. Don't just think like, oh, I'm going I'm to I'm make this quick move, and then I'm going you know, to do this, and then I'm going to be good, son. No. Most things take about 10 to 15 years. If you talk about a business, right, if you talk about a company or building some wealth, be prepared to grind it out for 10 to 15 years. Look at a company like Tesla. It's 2020, right? That company's been around for more than 10 years. Do you see where they are right now? Do you see where Tesla stock is right now? They just joined the S&P. Well, next month they'll join the S&P, but they announced it last night that Tesla will be in the S&P. But you see where the company is 10 years later, right? It's a process. So if you're not willing to embrace this, I'm sorry for you. This lifestyle is not for you. If you can't sacrifice some stuff, for the greater good and the betterment of you, your family, and your family that's going to come behind you. I'm sorry, this life is not for you. If you're not willing to put down the bullshit, if you're not willing to ride around in a hoopty a little bit, like a little cash card, you know, you you don't want to wear the fanciest clothes, you don't want to go out and eat all. If you're not willing to sacrifice this stuff, this lifestyle is not for you. Continue along with your comfortable lifestyle, and I hope you will be okay. I hope Social Security will help you out when you're 65. I hope you have money in an IRA or 401k that will help you at the age of 59. And who wants to retire then? Now, here's the thing. I don't despise or look down on people who want to work until they're 60, 65. I think that's actually very admirable. I really do. Because for someone to love their job enough to do that, and like I say, Options, right? Options. If you're doing it because you want to do it, that's the that's that's what life's about. Doing things that you want to do at any given time. You're not doing things because you have to or you need to, you know, out of desperation. Doing things because you want to do them. So if you want to work to your 59 or 60, 65, because you love your job, that's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. 
But if you're in a position because you squandered your money, you weren't a good steward, you were very irresponsible, you didn't have discipline, you just lived in the moment, you lived beyond your means, and now you're working at 60 because you screwed up. Do you see? There's a difference. There's a big difference. Okay, so I want to get you guys there. And like I said, if you want to do some financial coaching, put a plan together, you know, you're struggling, whatever, hit me up on Instagram as I do a barber. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. It's been your man. I do a signing out. I'll holler.